Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. My dad said to me, if you retire from a company and they give you a gold watch for 25 years of service, I will be so ashamed of you. My father was a union man. You're ashamed if I stay with a company for 25 years and get a gold watch? And my father said, why would you stay one place that long and make the white man rich? You must own your own. So from early on, my two older brothers and I learned we were expected to be excellent. You're listening to Money Moves, powered by Greenwood, a finance podcast dedicated to dropping all the knowledge and gems from the world's leading celebrities, entrepreneurs, and experts in tech, business, and more. I'm your host, angel investor, technology enthusiast, and media personality, Tanya Sam. Each week, we talk with guests who are making significant strides in their fields and learn how they are making their money move. If you're someone who's looking to make your money move, you're in the right place. So open up your notes app and lock us in because this podcast will give you the keys to the kingdom of financial stability, wealth, and abundance you so rightly deserve. Welcome back to our first episode of season two. And we wanted to do something a little bit different, but special for you. Our executive producer had an opportunity to interview trailblazing journalist and media pioneer, Paula Madison. I started out years ago. Um, in 1975, as a print journalist, I worked for newspapers. I remained as a newspaper journalist until around 1982, when I crossed over into the world of television news. Um, not on camera. My role in television has always been um, a manager, a boss. So I ultimately, after working in Texas and Oklahoma, uh, I became assistant news director at NBC4 in New York, my hometown. I'm from Harlem. Um, at that point, um, I was so sure that it would just be a short amount of time before I would be the first African-American news director in New York City. But it took six years. And it took six years because they kept hiring um, pretty inadequate white guys um, to be news director while I remained assistant news director. 
What was interesting was that every time I stepped into the role of acting news director, our ratings would go up. So ultimately what did happen was after six years, I did become vice president and news director for the first time um, in uh, 16 years. NBC4 had not been number one in every newscast and every day part. So having accomplished that, I stayed in that role, I think for a total of, uh, from 1996 to 2000, I was news director. And what ultimately did happen after that was um, I was able to accomplish some other kinds of successes, which led to me being promoted to president and general manager of NBC4 in Los Angeles. My charge was not only to get the station to number one, but to become the most profitable station in the market. It took about three months for me to pay attention to that, and I quickly concluded it was an impossibility. When I met with the president of the TV stations division and everybody's ultimate boss, boss, the chairman of General Electric, and told him that, it was like, well, you're giving up, you like sounding defeat after a few months. And I said, well, what was not accounted for was Spanish language television. When you take into account Spanish language television for which um, the ranking in English language television, the number one market is New York. In Spanish language television, the number one market is Los Angeles. So what we were facing here was a combined market. And when you combine the market, the Spanish language market was actually going to generate much higher ratings and therefore probably uh, greater profit than English language. So when I explained this, it was, well, so what do we do? And I said, well, I think that we need to expand into Spanish language. How? So we're going to have to buy a Spanish language network. So that was the beginning of the analysis, which led to NBC buying Telemundo. When that happened, I became the president of NBC4, the English language NBC station, and the two Spanish language Telemundo stations here in LA. Um, historically, that was the first and only ever triopoly that existed in the history of television, meaning that one company owned three stations in one market. The FCC generally did not allow this. Um, but because of the argument that we could make that two television stations were owned by Telemundo, when NBC bought them, um, we managed to get that through. And so I had the distinction of being um, um, responsible for these three TV stations. We set a number of goals, but the personal goal that I set for myself at that time was my hometown is New York and my hometown station is WNBC in New York, where I had been vice president and news director, as I referred to earlier. I wanted KNBC, the Los Angeles owned and operated station to be number one in profitability. Never happened in the history of television. Remember, at that point in the ranking, English language and Los Angeles is number two market. New York is number one. I set a personal goal. I wanted to beat my friend who was running the New York station. We came up in the world together. He was VP of sales, I was VP of news. Um, 
employing some strategies, I was able to accomplish my goal. KNBC became the most profitable station for NBC. We beat WNBC by more than a million dollars. That got me champagne toast in Bob Wright's office and a commendation from Jack Welch. Um, and ultimately, what does that mean? So in terms of the accomplishments, if I stay in that line, right, in the line of my journalism and television career, um, you know, I certainly meet with my boss, with my then boss, I would meet with, with my supervisor, and we would set financial goals, performance goals, etc. But then I have my own goals, right? And they don't ordinarily end up on my list of things that are going to get me RSUs and stock options and a big bonus or whatever. But I put in my head that I know I can beat the New York station because I worked at that New York station and I knew where there were significant inefficiencies and the strategies that were in place were not nearly as good as the strategies that I put in place in Los Angeles. So after a year, we ended up as number one. Yay for me. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. So I think that the follow-up to that is really, I want you to take me back, right? Because I feel like what you said was really important, that you have your own spectrum for what success is. So inside of describing what that spectrum is for success for you, I really want you to take me a step back and... and and uh, let me know where it came from. Sure. Like, where you first started to understand what success meant. And, and was it young or was it in professional life? Sure. Well, my parents are, they were immigrants to the United States from Jamaica. Um, 
My mother's father immigrated from China to Jamaica, and my father's parents had been in Jamaica some generations, right? So when they came to the United States, um, one of the things that uh, I learned early on when I was in the third grade, uh, I who had always gotten A's, I went to Catholic school, my brothers and I went to Catholic school, always gotten A's in every top, every subject. And I came home one day and presented my report card to my mother. Now, I should say that in my neighborhood, Harlem, um, there was a general interest on the part of most adults about what the children were doing, what our accomplishments were. So we had people in the neighborhood, they'd see me walking along, they'd see you walking along with your, you know, the report card was in a little gray envelope. And it was like, hey, baby, how'd you do? And show them your report card. Oh, my God. And maybe you get a quarter. Maybe you get 50 cents. You actually got rewarded from the elders in the community because, you know, they were proud. So, you know, I'm walking along, happy I got my report card. And I went inside our apartment and I handed my report card to my mother. And she studied the front. She flipped it over and studied the back. And she put her face very close to mine. And she said, I did not come to this country for you to get a B. It was a threatening statement. It wasn't a, hey, that was good. It was, do you know what you've just done? And so I was chilled by that. But I was also made very clear what my responsibility was, right? It wasn't, why did you get a B? It was, I did not leave kith and kin. I did not leave familiarity. I did not go into an entirely different place for you to fall short. I said, but mommy, she said, do you understand? Yes, mommy. And that was that, right? So now what I understood was my role, my job, my responsibility was to excel. So from childhood, um, what I was told was you don't get to be adequate. You don't get to be mediocre. You don't get to just get by. Because if you do that, there's going to be hell to pay, right? And I knew that. Years later, when I started my rise, and I was very young in the rise, my father, who was a tool and die maker and who had been deported when I was three years old because he came to the United States under an assumed name. He was a stowaway on a ship. Years later, my dad, who was the first black shop steward for the United Auto Workers Aircraft Engine Division on Long Island, New York. My dad said to me, if you retire from a company and they give you a gold watch for 25 years of service, I will be so ashamed of you. My father was a union man. You're ashamed if I stay with a company for 25 years and get a gold watch? And my father said, why would you stay one place that long and make the white man rich? 
you must own your own. So from early on, my two older brothers and I learned we were expected to be excellent. Sure, get a job, but then what do you do with the proceeds of that job? The proceeds of that job, you invest as much as possible as long as it's not conflicting with your company's rules. So my mother's saying was, three monies is better than one money. There were three of us. So the expectation was we would jointly put our money together. So when I was 21 years old, we started buying brownstones in Harlem. Mind you, we had grown up on welfare, right? But as my mother said, this is a one generation circumstance you will not be poor in the next generation. She actually said to me, if the Rockefellers can do it and the Carnegies can do it, then you're going to do it too. And I wanted to say, Ma, do you know we're black? And this is different. Um, To my mother and my father, that was inconsequential. It did not matter. Now, when I was in college, I came home. My parents split when I was like, four years old. When I was in college, I came home to my dad's house on, in Queens and he said, my nickname is P. P, P, come here, sit down, sit down. And it's like, okay, daddy, sit down, listen to this music, listen to this man's message. And I was like, okay. My father put this music on and the music was Fela. So understand I am 19 years old and my father is telling me, listen to this man's message. Listen to the fact that he's talking about pride and nationalism and what you're not going to do is succumb to whatever racism has done and whatever the beliefs are that in the United States hold black people back. My father was like, no. And my mother's adage was, Better that you die fighting than live going along, just to get along. Tune in Wednesday as we continue the conversation with trailblazing journalist and media pioneer Paula Madison. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If we helped you make your money move, please share it with your community. Subscribe and leave us a review on iHeartRadio and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social media at Greenwood and visit us at gogreenwood.com for more financial tips. And remember, Money Movers, if this were easy, everyone would do it. So take the lessons you've learned from this episode and apply it to your life. Until next time. Money Moves is an iHeartRadio podcast powered by Greenwood, executive produced by Sunwise Media Inc. For more podcasts on iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Make sure to tune in Monday, Wednesday, and Friday and subscribe to the Money Moves podcast powered by Greenwood so that you too can have the keys to financial freedom you so rightly deserve. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.